So Alex, just to give a heads up, on a mm-hmm. scale from one to uh-oh, how bad is your hotel Wi-Fi right now? I'm actually at uh, my sister's house, and her oh. Wi-Fi is good. Oh, okay, cool. Sweet. However, she also has this other thing that I'm not used to dealing with while I'm doing a show, which I'm going to call CatFi. And <laughs> I know people who have had cats for a while are sort of like, they get sort of numbed to how interesting everything they do is, but I am not at that point yet. Yeah. So periodically... While uh, Connor tries to kill this piece of string that he tore off the blinds, I might have to pause and giggle. Are we going to have to put you in the bathtub like Kate put her cat in the bathtub? Good evening, Meets with the Meat Dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 186. We have now done as many episodes as the gross in millions of dollars of Aladdin and the King of Thieves, which makes that movie the fourth highest grossing direct-to-video animated feature film of all time. Ooh. Speaking of sequels wow. we did not need, this week uh. we're talking about The Four Hour <laughs> Chef by Timothy Ferris. Sadly, this book is almost entirely produced and sponsored by Amazon, which is a rare miss for them. <laughs> uh, still, they are our sponsor too, and so you can go to readdeathstreet.com slash Amazon whenever you shop with them and get we get a small percentage of your purchase back. So if you were to hypothetically buy one of Timothy Ferris's books from Amazon, at least somebody would get a little money that would do something good with it. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to choose what we read or watch, you could do that. By the way, you could be a sponsor of the show by going to read-weebed.com/sponsor. Choose any topic under the sun, and we for just a small fee, we will cover it and make fun of it. Or if you really wanted to, we could try to like it. If you have a guilty pleasure and you want to see if you can get us to change our minds about something, bring it on. Read-weebed.com/sponsor. Put the gloves on. Spawn with my ego. Everyone's greatest obstacle. I beat him. Celebrate that achievement. Got some attachments, some baggage. I'm actually working on leaving. See, I've served Escher. Let me introduce you to the panel for today. It's a really good one. I think you're going to like it. First up, I'm your host. You should follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. My name is Alex Falcone. And here are some of my friends. First up, in San Francisco, California, it's Ezra Fox. Hey, Alex. I might have some interesting advice, but I can't help but sound like a fat douche whenever I say something. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm going to teach you how to tie knots. And also, here's the sexist thing. (laughs) Also, everything you've ever done is wrong. Sorry. <laughs> also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. Hey there, Alex. I'm going to teach you how to kill a large animal with nothing but a stick and a rock. And later, teach you how to make something like pancakes out of rocks. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of different rock-related it's advice. It's part of the when slow rock diet. Rocks, everything looks like a rock. <laughs> Yeah, it's on this diet I'm on, which is called, I'm going to spend a lot of time in the woods killing stuff. <laughs> it's called, well, I have all these rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us today, her third time on the show, she's the author of The Broke-Ass Gourmet, the blog, and the book of the same name, both available at brokeassgourmet.com. In San Francisco, California as well, it's Gabby Moskowitz. Hi, uh, I am going to teach you how to make pie crust and also how to sing um, in ancient Latin. And it's only going to take you three and a half hours. Yeah, and, and I'm also going to teach you seven or eight things that you really didn't set out 
um, being interested in learning at the beginning of the conversation, but I'm going to sort of force my brilliance upon you, and you're going to have to deal with it. Seven or eight things you thought might not be in a cookbook. (laughs) For instance, tactical knives. The thing that kept going through my head as I read it was Mm -hmm. that I have been on so many dates with so many Timothy Ferris's. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh. so many guys who just want to prove all the things that they know. Yeah. And, and just go on and on and on. And I'm like, and reading his book, I kept feeling like, damn it, I am I'm backed into a corner at a party listening to this <laughs> fucking guy. And he won't shut up. Also, you're at the party with a guy who's uh, all the dogs are humping his leg because of his bee pollen steak. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Which just makes yeah. the party more awkward. Needless to say, I don't think there's going to be a second date with Timothy. <laughs> well, you're lucky because this is our second date with Timothy Ferris already. Why did and, we go on a uh, second date? <laughs> I'd give anybody two chances. That's what I always say. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I've never said that before, but from now on, I guess yeah, I have to keep yeah, saying you have it. Yeah, that the challenge number one for the rest of your life. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's actually see if we can get sort of a summary of what's going on in this book because you are probably not familiar with the Four Hour Chef because it didn't sell very well. So, Chris, I would yes, like sir. you to summarize for us. Uh, this time, I'd like you to summarize in the style of a guy who just ate an entire bucket of ice cream in twenty minutes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alternately, you could do it like uh, a guy who's on meth and recently sold a vitamin company and now is going to write some books. <laughs> Alternatively, one of the best tactical knives on the market. Summarizes right. that. Yeah, Timothy Ferris. Fuck. Oh, man, Timothy Ferris. He's at it again, taking seemingly complicated, meandering topics, which take years, if not lifetimes, to master and breaking them down into easy-to-understand, joyless practicum. Oh, yeah, there might be some chemistry involved, but hang on. Because The 4-Hour Chef is, you guessed it, about how to become as good at cooking as a chef in four hours of hands-on time, not counting cooking time or skill acquisition time or practice time or 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 research time. Or book reading time. Or time spent... Uh, you know, like reading all the other recipes, techniques, learning mechanisms, and wilderness survival skills. What? In the book? I don't know. Okay, so how how is this going down? Tim Ferriss, um, because Tim Ferriss, uh, were we to reduce him down to being bout bout one particular thing, is really bout bout <laughs> being able to fool most people, dinner party guests, he claims ladies, uh, that he is good at shit. By being good enough at 85% of what makes you good at shit. Also, Buko, he makes something that is 85% also Buko pretty damn well. <laughs> eggs, he can make you scrambled eggs that are quote unquote from pretty much anywhere on the globe by just adding two things. Now, aside from food, the book purports to be a larger work on how to meta learn any skill in like no time whatsoever, but meta learning isn't really learning the skill, it's learning about the skill. And so you can get most of the way there on bullshitting and a couple of juggling tricks. So as silly as most of the book, and yes, I'm including the tips on how to make a debris shelter out of sticks and how to catch <laughs> pigeons with your bare hands in case the zombie apocalypse comes and we're out of food. I'm going to use one of those Chris, at least. Here's the thing. He actually did warn us that this was all coming, I think. Oh, yeah. In the, in the early part of the book, but I had forgotten that. So when I was like, oh, there's, I feel like I must be done because he's at the last of his recipes. And then he started building debris shuts, huts. I was pretty freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... It, dude loves it's an, an outline. It's an inexplicable but, turn no. if you didn't remember the intro. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, oh, I mean, man. here's the thing, guys, though. Isn't it annoying when you have to, like, buy one book for a debris hut and one book for gourmet cooking? Isn't it better just to buy, <laughs> one, like, you know, one book There's that has it all? There's got to be a better way. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, you know, as silly as this book is, he seems to be having a good time with himself. Yeah, it turns out book. being rich and not having a job is a pretty rad thing. Yeah. In fact, there are a lot of photos of what a good time he has <laughs> with himself <laughs> in the book. Like, I yeah. kind of felt like I was at his house looking at his framed photos of all of his fun activities. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's just showing you every one of his vacation albums. <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know, I God. know. And we just had to sit there until it was all over. <laughs> Guys, here's the third time I went to Asia to try to meet a porn star. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, you know what? I'm happy for the little dude, but just don't make me hang out with him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, that's the book. That's the book. That's the yeah. book. Also, cat update, he's climbed onto the television. <laughs> I super don't care. <laughs> cat watch, 2013. All right, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's time now for the compliment sandwich. We like to start and end every show with a compliment. It's how we seem like fair and legitimate criticism to the untrained eye. We get about 85% of the way there. So we do that by starting and ending every show with one nice thing from each person about the topic. Gabby. As the guest today, the guest of honor, you have the right to go first or last in this opening compliment. Which do you prefer? I'll go first. All right, great. Um, One nice thing about Timothy Ferris' four-hour chef. I think that what I liked is I respect and enjoy and appreciate when someone makes an attempt to bridge the gap that people feel between themselves and the kitchen. So, Yeah, I mean, I I think a lot of the stuff that was in this book, I would really generally enjoy if it came from anyone else. (laughs) <laughs> if he wasn't so obnoxious yeah i i i feel bad because i'm just like i i i'm hating definitely like the, the messenger more than like any kind of the content specifically like this guy just he just gets my goat and then like i don't know i guess butchers it himself and then you know takes like four hours <laughs> to stew it <laughs> uh is alex back no he's not um so we're just gonna take a quick technical break because Something with a cat might have happened. Okay, the cat might have eaten through the Ethernet. So you guys thought you didn't care about Cat Watch 2013. It turns out he just unplugged the router. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's totally what we thought he happened. Went from attacking your computer to attacking its well, source. That's no, no. Hilarious. So he climbed. He's going to do it again. I want to go get him and make sure he doesn't oh leave. It. He goes went behind the TV and he stepped on the the actually the whole power strip and just turned off the whole power strip for all of the electronics in the corner of the uh, room. central point of failure sounds like somebody needs to go in the tub dude <laughs> yeah he's going to get moved <laughs> into the bedroom or i will i don't know which one you're implying <laughs> whoever wants to be in the tub why don't i let uh, why don't i let you go second chris i think it's uh, a good place for you yeah well similar to gabby's compliment um i don't find fault <laughs> with uh anybody who uh, who references Carl Weathers in Arrested Development yeah. in their book? Um, <laughs> well, you know, although it, Timothy you Ferris don't throw sort of away references, that. there's some meat on there. <laughs> you know, Timothy sort of references everything in this book. Yeah, like he really throws a lot at the wall and is hoping one of his references will stick. Like there was a page, and I don't mean a full page page. I mean like a on my phone EPUB mm-hmm. page where he had quotes from Warren Buffett, Chris Rock, and Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, that's a pretty... Just over a paragraph and a half. He was just, like, throwing references at the wall. Yeah, and, you know, like we've said before, like, 85% of his references are pretty good. And yeah. he's, like, 85% of the way there to somebody I, you know, might consider worth my time. 
I mean, like just below just, the notch. I like it. falls just, short. <laughs> I think it might just be the way and the number of references that bothers me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's just, again, I, I'm going to say it's it's just him starting with, you know, like, say, I don't know, someone that everyone likes, like, say, Jennifer Lawrence. If she wrote this book, if you put Jennifer Lawrence's name on this book and she was, like, you know, quoting, like, Bill Buford or Mario Batali, I'd probably let her have it. <laughs> I mean, I do like Mario Batali. Like, he did quote a lot of things I like. I agree. I feel like out of context and badly, but he did he did cover a lot of good material. I think this is the problem. That, like, I think we like a lot of the same things generally. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe not, maybe I don't love tactical knives the way he does, but there's a lot of overlap. Or, in, in or the, self-experimentation with chemicals you buy online. I mean, if someone gave me free chemicals, I would try them. I'm not going to go out and... <laughs> I'm not going to go searching. I'm not going to spend all the effort of Google searching and adding it to my oh, shopping it's all the way over there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Well, as what is your uh, major compliment to this? The iPad is a delightful re- way to read a book. <laughs> oh, is it actually? Yeah, it actually. I really enjoyed this, uh, this experience. I was able this to... Yeah, I, I, I highlighted things just on the book um, and like could make notes like in it. Um, it was really just a seamless uh, reading experience. And if this was any other um, like way of reading it, I might not have gotten through the whole thing. But because it was just so enjoyable, the tactile sensation, really fun. Uh, you know, just power through the whole thing quite, uh, quite happily. I read most of this on my phone, and my trouble was that with the like little animation when you like swipe left or right to left uh-huh. to turn the pages, I wasn't able to turn them fast enough. <laughs> right. Well, your pages were too small. Yeah. Well, then no, no, it wasn't. I wasn't reading those pages. Oh, uh, we're skipping them. After I started to give up, I wanted it to go much faster. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, actually. So I'm gonna go. I'm going last. I guess my. I should have gone right after Chris because my compliment is similar to Chris's. Uh, but what I would say is, early in the book, he was like, "I'm gonna give you recipes." some dirty jokes, and a Calvin and Hobbes cartoon. And I like Calvin and Hobbes cartoons more than everything else he wrote in the book. So the Boom. there was only one. I was expecting many more. Uh, and at that if at that rate, you might as well just read, like, Windows 98 for dummies, because that's mostly <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes cartoons, too. All right, let's, so let's move on to our, our more anchor segment now. Our regular segment, this is our easier segment. Uh, today, our hate segment is going to be called, uh, well, it's not what it's called, it's what it's calling for, and that's two cups of hate, a teaspoon of anger, and boredom to taste. <laughs> and can pepper. Me, can you tell me that in shorthand also? Yeah. 2C, hate, T, little anger, <laughs> boredom, CC, plus three. Very good. Yeah. Because it was really important, Like, because the one problem with cooking is how... There are too many letters in the word cup. Well, that's one of the things I hate about cups. <laughs> the mouth so in any, order, in any order, what's something you didn't like about the four-hour chef? Um. Mm. Um, well, I hated the fact. Well, Go okay. Ahead, and part of me was a little nostalgic for a couple of years ago when we uh, read the four-hour body. Mm-hmm. But when... When Tim Ferriss writes after, you know, whatever steak recipe he's saying, 
great sex ensues. I'm like, oh, welcome back, Timmy Ferris. Oh, welcome back. Your self-congratulatory exploit tales live on. Uh, um, so it's gross. It's actually really funny because like my notes basically read like this, like, huh, that's not that's pretty sound advice. Wash your hands and stuff like that. And the next one after that is just, ah, fuck you, Tim. It just goes back and forth like this. <laughs> Taking the best advice and then telling you about the sex he had because of it. <laughs> Pretty much that. Now, I actually, mean f- Gabby, are, are we having a Gabby sort of cookbook segment at all? Or Because no? uh, I, I have a I Gabby would, question here. Sure. Well, what, go into it now. I think that'd be great. Okay. Because, yeah. Gabby, Tim has a sexy time steak recipe. <laughs> but as a cookbook author who also has a sexy recipe, mm-hmm. your red wine shower reduction, yeah. how does it rate? Um. Well... You know, I was very proud of the header that I wrote for, no pun intended, please. Very proud of the header that I wrote for the, um, <laughs> for the, the um, obviously, Timothy Ferris and I are very different people with very different styles. And uh-huh. were we to seduce someone, it would be in a pretty different approach, I would guess. Mm-hmm. The difference is that one is of them is sexy and his sounds a little rapey. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's sort of like it's sort of like um, you know the difference between a um, so I would make this sauce after dating someone for long enough to want to have sex with them and you know mm-hmm. have them come over and you know really want to do something great and I'm pretty sure Timothy Ferris does not use quite as much discretion mm. in no he'll let dogs hump him because of his steak I know I know. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's that's probably what it comes down to. Um, I wouldn't want to go up against him, literally or figuratively, but, <laughs> um, but I still think that mine is better. I, I do like the idea of a seduction off, though, right? Like, where we just, you get, like, a couple chefs together and see, like, who can seduce their, like, you know, diner first. Uh, yeah, I'm food. surprised they haven't had this on Top Chef yet, where they're like, you have 15 minutes and any of these hormones. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. Let, let me tip my hand. I think the way I do it is just um, I'd make pancakes, but like I drizzled into the words sex with a question mark after it. <laughs> and if that works, I'm pretty much nailed it like right yeah. off the bat. And they are like, it's just yeah. a, It's just a birthday cake. And on top of it, it says, well, it is my birthday. <laughs> Wait, you made yourself a birthday cake for your birthday? No, well, I, it, or yeah. you commissioned it? Yeah, I commissioned that cake. That's, <laughs> okay, is that allowed on Top Chef? Yeah, I'm fine with that. You just you have a phone. <laughs> yeah, fifteen minutes and a phone. <laughs> this is a nice segue to my complaint about this book, which is Please. that I don't think I I think Timothy Ferris is ninety eight percent marketing. I don't think that he necessarily tested everything he did. I don't think I do not believe. That he, I just don't buy it. I think that he, um, you know, he came up with this idea that you could, you know, the four-hour work week that you, you know, you can get things done in four hours. You can, mm-hmm. you know, the slow body four-hour diet. You can, or not, I guess it's not slow, slow body. Carb. Slow, slow carb. carb. <laughs> Lethargic dying body. <laughs> just, just don't move for four hours. <laughs> right. huh, I'll try that. The python diet. I think you right. like <laughs> I want to I want to ask you so many questions about the food because uh, I, I'm a lot of it. I was just like, yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I'm not. Let's do try. yeah. Let's do a lightning question round. Yeah. Okay. So let's ha- let me ask you a couple more questions. So, uh, of the recipes that he says that you would cook in the first like four hours of your chef career, 
that will get you in the top 5% of cooks in the world, apparently. Uh, how many of them seemed like good recipes to you, like would taste good, would be good ideas? Well, they all seemed like good ideas, but they did not seem like top five. I mean, what they lacked was, I mean, for me, when I think about great food, I think about innovative, interesting flavor combinations. And he didn't do anything that was particularly inspiring to me. Well, Gabby, um, a lot of the world's chefs are actually children, so that might like kind of like <laughs> skew the numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Timothy Ferris cooking those meals would definitely win an award as world's best babysitter. But <laughs> yeah, I would be Everything else in the book would make him a creepster and a bad babysitter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Let's made... learn how to clean a rifle. <laughs> Next question, uh, Gabby, uh, bear fat. Should we be using this for everything? Oh, God. Um, you know... Wait, follow-up question. Where can I buy a lot of bear fat? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to take the Timothy Ferris route and tell mm-hmm. you that you can actually buy Crisco and put a label, <laughs> just stuff it into a mason jar that you made from um, a rock that you... Um, right. A rock yeah. that you Wish chiseled. You? And uh-huh. that's super simple to do. It'll only take you four hours. And then... <laughs> And then uh, fill it with with Crisco and um, just tell people it's bear. Tell people it's bear. I think that's probably it's the eighty five percent bear. It's eighty five percent true. Eighty five percent true. Yeah. Gabby, I want to know. So of the f- so the food all seemed at least somewhat sound to you. What about his tips for entertaining? I'm assuming you've thrown plenty of dinner parties. Uh, how do you feel about always having UFC on in the background? Mm, I mean, I couldn't tell how much of this was him like him just trying to be funny. I mean, I, I guess I kind of felt, here's what I felt like. I, I work really hard at being a food writer. I have been mm-hmm. honing my skills and, you know, I, I am constantly thinking about recipes and I'm constantly testing them and I work really hard. You know, I just finished a manuscript for my second book and it took hours oh, and hours and hours. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, congrats. Um, you know, it's something I put a lot of time into and, and I, take pretty seriously. And so I felt the way Meryl Streep must feel when, you know, Mariah Carey gets an acting role. It's like, (laughs) I mean, not to compare myself to Meryl Streep, but it's like, come on, I have worked so hard at this. And then, and you think you can write a cookbook? And so and, it was hard. And then Shaq just comes along in Shazam and makes it look easy. <laughs> I, I do like the idea that like that Meryl Streep wants all the roles that Mariah Carey and Shaq have gotten. <laughs> that's that's what she's it's like. Oh, I could have been the genie. I could have been the genie. Uh, yes, that were... bitch got glitter over me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I have another question. He starts early on in the book, and he says how he hates how all cookbooks start with a list of equipment you need to buy. And it's always too long, and it does a lot of stuff you don't actually <laughs> need. And then the second thing that he says you have to buy to stock your kitchen is ramekins. Would uh-huh. you put those as a high necessity if I'm like stocking my kitchen from scratch, or would you put those lower on the list? Um, I well, would. Do you well, want creme brulee as your first dish? Because if so, <laughs> I mean, ramekins. Can't you make it in like a rock or something or a mason jar? <laughs> yeah, you can make it. Yeah, with, with bare fat. in a true survival. You know, yeah, right. uh, situation to be made out of burnt wood. I mean, I guess, I guess, like w- while while he's lodging complaints, you know, I have to say that, like, I hate it when cookbooks talk about 
how to um, kill and skin the meat that I'm going to eat. <laughs> I hate that too. I know. It's so annoying, right? Gab- Gabby, quick question. What, what is your like must buy? Like first thing I have, I have 20 bucks and my kitchen is absolutely empty. What do I buy? <laughs> are you asking me seriously? Or are you asking Se- me as, I don't know which, oh. <laughs> if a serious answer comes out first, let me know. All right. Um, well, if I'm Timothy Ferris, then. Also, if the, uh, sorry, if the answer is not hormones that you shoot up your nose, then you're lying. <laughs> well, probably, probably extra large condoms is probably what I buy when Timothy Ferris. It's Ferris. a $20 body condom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because of all the sex I'm having and because of my giant penis. Um, yeah. and then, Absolutely huge. But as Gabby Moskowitz, yeah. um, I would probably buy. Um, like a, a like a six dollar bottle. There's a great olive oil brand at Trader Joe's. Um, mm. It's it's the Trader Joe's brand, but it's uh, California Reserve, and it's five ninety nine for like thirty two ounces. And it is the best olive oil you can buy without, you know, buying the good stuff. It's fantastic. So I would buy. I just want to summarize everything. I want you to just everything is. This is the best you can buy without buying something good. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's 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 still good. But it's without like buying you know a small press. um, It's the best grocery store olive oil you can find. Let's put it that Mm. way. Uh, So I'd I'd buy that. I'd buy um, probably a five pound bag of all-purpose flour. And um, (laughs) okay, I got like. How, how much money do I have left? Like ten bucks? You got ten bucks ten left, bucks but you got. I, I got oil and flour so far. What else? No, 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 gonna... no, you have you have like twelve dollars left. A bag okay. of flour is three fifty. You've spent. Okay, so you have like you have maybe you have eleven dollars left. But okay, it's um and then it depends I, on whether or not there's tax in the state that you're in. Is well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go up to Oregon to do it. I, I buy. Should. Then I buy a packet of of yeast. Um, which okay. comes with three oh, packets. Oh shit! She's making you bread. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and, or an and then and an, and I get an and I get an onion and a bunch okay. of flat leaf parsley. And okay. then on, I'd stop at you know like a Starbucks and I'd steal salt and pepper packets <laughs> and also some sugar packets. Nice. And then, nice. You know I'd probably use my hands because I didn't save money to buy a spoon. And then um, so I warm warm water and yeast and sugar. Uh, I proof the yeast. Then I'd add flour. And salt, um, and olive oil, and pepper, and I'd mince up the garlic and um, onions, probably with like a an arrowhead or uh, yeah, or a rock. <laughs> and this is reminding this... me of when I came on and we talked about the Hunger Games. Like, yeah, so good. Only... This is going way better than I was expecting for yeah. twenty bucks. <laughs> so anyway, then then I'd I'd knead it together until it's elastic, cover it with oil and um, you know an old T-shirt, and let it. <laughs> Let it rise, and then uh-huh. I and then I'd um, push it out um, in sort of push it into a uh, like an eight by eleven rectangle. Drizzle it with olive oil, top it with more salt and uh, chopped flat leaf parsley, and then I would bake it, and I would have fresh focaccia, and yeah. that's a great thing to base other meals around. So if I manage to, you know. Scam some lunch. Steal meat. more things from Starbucks. Yeah, right. Cinnamon, right. nutmeg. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe I would get some uh, some half and half and make my own. Yeah, yogurt. you're just gonna be drinking creamer next to this. 
Yeah. Guys, I've spent four days drinking only creamer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, like, this is so brilliant. Because, like, if S was like, hey, Alex, you have $20 to eat for the next two weeks, I would just eat 12 pieces of pizza tonight and then starve. <laughs> That would be my strategy. <laughs> Where are you finding pizza for a dollar a slice? Uh, well, yeah, there's a. I was. I, was I scam it from Starbucks. Oh, mostly. Okay. <laughs> I'm, mostly, I'm buying five slices of pizza and then stealing the other half. Okay. <laughs> That's a very good point. Maybe I'm buying five pieces of pizza and cutting them in half so it feels like more. <laughs> good, good call. I do that with tacos sometimes. Oh, those are tough. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Oh, soft tacos, though, right? Because hard tacos, yeah. I imagine that that's more mess than it's worth. So, yeah. <laughs> well, with with uh, with hard tacos, you just crunch it up. You crunch up the shells, mm-hmm. and you then you pretend you're having nachos. Oh yeah, half nacho, half mm. taco. That's <laughs> way to class up tacos, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> So guys, I, this is I could talk to, to Gabby about the way she cooks with nothing uh, for all day. This is really fun. Uh, but I have some other questions I, that I wanted to ask as a as a group. So maybe get everybody back in here. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. I want to know how where he goes from here with the brand because he's clearly got he's locked into this four hour thing. I got it. And, I got it. I got it. All right. What is, what is the next four hour blank? Oh, this the next book is sex. The, the four next hour, book hour is sex. sex? <laughs> It's like it's all about it's all about pleasing your woman and it is gonna be even a bigger shit show, probably pun intended. <laughs> I hope um, she likes shit shows. <laughs> I mean it is gonna be it is gonna be the next you guys did you guys ever do um the game on this show? We have the, not, but the, I'm familiar the flawless with flawless Michael Douglas movie? No, the the artist seduction book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because oh, my next guess was going to be the rapper who came and went. <laughs> my guess the was going to be think, the game, like the nerdy one, where like if you think about the game, you lose the game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we have not covered any of these topics though, so you're fine. We've never covered every, anything called the game, so yes, you're oh. right. No, we, we haven't done that. Yeah. Well, Although we've should... talked a lot about doing the artist seduction guy. Yeah, I we did th- do the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, you know, it's this like iconic book, and the and. Probably every dude, you know, has had, well, apparently present company excluded, but, um, mm-hmm. pro- you know, supposedly has read it. <laughs> um, but it's, it's like, it's like the nerdy way to like, con- it's, it's both nerdy and kind of disgusting and douchey. And I think that's the direction he's heading. I mean, it seems very up his alley. Uh, although I, I will point out, Stu, you, you didn't read it, that the four-hour body, it was like ha- the first half was about dieting and then the rest was about doing it with porn stars. And uh, <laughs> So he manages to work sex into any topic. So I'm guessing like diet and exercise is mostly about sex and food apparently is mostly about sex. That with Timothy Ferris, it's always like the four-hour and then whatever it is crossed out and then sex. Yeah, um, I, 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 I can toss in my, my two cents on what I think is next. At one point, he says that he wants to punch himself in the face 20 times. Um, <laughs> so the, 20, the four-hour punch in the face is something I would probably read. Because like, I feel like a lot of people... There's a lot of Timothy Ferris hate going around. If he could capitalize on that, 
he will sell like books both to his fans and his enemies. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I would read yeah. it, but I'd watch the movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the 90 yeah. minute punch and, in the face. Yeah, because I hate four hour. I mean, I hate long movies. So I would. Yeah, I'd watch it on on two X. Yeah. Well, I'm it's all slow that. motion though. Ooh. Ooh. A lot of a lot of bullet time. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that he'd go even more meta and he'd take his meta learning to the next level for the four hour PhD. How to give the impression you've really done your homework on something. Mm. So, for instance, like library science, he'd like find the way to like hack the Library of Congress numbering system with his hundred number letter combination memory game. Right. <laughs> Each number is a celebrity. Yeah. Or like you know, it's taken to a large. The Dewey degree, Decimal know. System, but it, you memorize it using some sort of like awkward sexual positions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and or like the four hour vascular surgeon. <laughs> how to like, you know, how both to, to stitch up, you know, sutures in a tiny blood vessels, but also have the best sex of your life. Oh, yeah, totally. The four-hour doctor would be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love to see him. I mean, like, here's the thing. No matter what book he writes, no matter which one of these it is, he will work in sex. And really, it'll act, the book will actually be called The Four-Hour Story of Every Minor Accomplishment of Tim Ferriss in the Last Three Years. And also, let's be honest, we'll probably read it. <laughs> <laughs> ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon. We destroyed the book industry, but we passed the savings on to you. Meanwhile, in Timothy Ferris's office. Let's cut the shit, Tim. I'm here to offer you a chance to live. Stop using the name 4-Hour in your books or else. I don't think anybody is confusing the 4-Hour Chef with 24-Hour Fitness. We're totally different business. It's false advertising. 24-Hour Fitness is open 24 hours per day. That's what the number means. The 4-Hour Chef has nothing to do with 4s or hours. It's just an excuse for you to name drop famous chefs, eat too much, and kill pigeons in the park. Actually, if you cook all the meals in the first section in a row, it should... Shut up, Timothy Ferris. Is your last chance. Change your name or else. What are you going to do? I'm a kickboxing champion, a world-class dancer, and I'm hugely rich from my scammy vitamin company. You're just one guy. What can you do to me? I brought some backup. Time cops assemble! Cogsworth. Well, I say, we don't want to make a mess, but I'll clean your clock if you don't stop referencing time. Michael Cunningham, author, author of The Hours. I'll rip you apart like a Virginia Wolf pack for ruining all those hours. And our fearless leader. Father Time! I'm very disappointed in you, Timothy Ferris. I am going to kill you. Some great pun that has to do with time. Really? You've had forever to come up with a good line right there. <laughs> I'm going to wring your neck with my bare hour hand. Insert a brilliant one-liner. Father Time's lack of wit notwithstanding, your time has come, Timothy Ferris. You killed so much time with your stupid books. Now we're going to return the favor. Attack! Ow! Ouch! Ow! Ow! Ah! Ah! Look out! Look out! Look out! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I admit it. I'm a liar, an egomaniac, a danger to myself and others. I'm sorry. It's too late, Tim. You're out of time. I just said that one. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon every time you buy something from Amazon.com and a percentage of your purchase helps support your favorite podcast. You could buy Beauty and the Beast on DVD, The Hours in Paperback, or a nice-looking watch to remind you to never waste time again with Timothy Ferris. Oh, oh, I've got it. I'm going to clock you. Too little, too late, Father Time. Well, that was good, too.
one more thing. One more thing before we go. Uh, so, guys, let's uh, let's let's do the Timothy Ferris style. Let's bring back Body by Bullshit. What no. Do <laughs> yeah. Let's let's do it all. So here's okay. what we did last time for the four hour body. We took like we took pieces of his diet and did them and his exercise plan and did them like out of order and like we chugged of, three quarters of a or what what was it? We drank a bunch of water in the morning. Yeah. First thing in the morning before yeah. we did anything I think else. It was two liters. It was two liters. I think we always ordered extra guac when we were or avocado when we were at a Mexican restaurant. We gave homeless people quarters. Yeah. When we failed. Yeah. So except uh, when you guys stopped, started breaking that rule. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the beauty you, is when you break that rule, where do you pay? So it was <laughs> kind of clever on our part. But uh, so this doesn't really work out the same way. It's not really a full. It's not really a diet. There's not like little pieces, but there are a lot of challenges that he took on himself. Mm. Uh, so so let's structure another one so we could bring back bodybybullshit.com, where we our blog about Timothy Ferris. Sure. Um, what? How should we? Uh, what? What challenges do you guys think we should do? Why don't we each like suggest a couple challenges? Gabby, you can get on this too. You don't have to necessarily participate. You can just give us challenges from the book that you think we should try, <laughs> and then we will also we'll eliminate some that are too scary or dangerous, and then uh, and we'll decide on our goal, and then we'll take say three weeks and uh, try. Well, to... why not make it a clean month, right? All right. Well, okay. So just a clean month. These better be way easier. I'm just gonna say this now. <laughs> Oh yeah, because you didn't. <laughs> Ez didn't get the participation ribbon. <laughs> he did not earn that. He last limped time. across the finish line last time. <laughs> so first, you know, before we start with suggestions, he has, I think, a really great idea. Um, we need some sort of incentive not to fail, and he suggests a financial incentive. So yes. I think that failure should require a donation to an anti-charity that we hate. Uh, so so let's say a uh, hundred dollars to the anti-charity of your choice. Uh, Whoa. Okay. It's got to be right. serious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll probably do this now. I don't plan on failing, or if I fail, I plan on lying about it, so I'm not super concerned. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so challenges. No, no, no so I'm, well, let's, I'm pick, like, I, let's pick an anti-charity. I think Ayn Rand Foundation is good for me. I oh, really hate that. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're pretty... Is there... Okay. Wait, they wouldn't take handouts, though. This makes no sense. I, they, I think they do, and they use that money to send books to people because the free market uh, decided they don't want the books. It's kind uh, of... Okay, yeah. sure. Let's do it. Okay. But also Sarah Palin pack. Sarah Pack, I'm sure that that's still accepting donations. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do Ayn Rand. Okay, okay. so yeah, uh, um, so challenges. I mean, clearly one of the ones we got to try is to catch a pigeon with your bare hands. <laughs> you don't have to kill it. I, no, you, you, do you not probably have to shouldn't. Kill you have to try not to kill it. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, look. I, you def- so here's what we'll do. Uh, all four of us. Each one of us is going to suggest two challenges. <laughs> and then we'll eliminate half of them. So we have four challenges for a month or one a week. How does that sound? Okay. Okay. And Gabby, you cool. don't have to do this. We're not going into it. clearly should suggest Yeah, you, you have to suggest <laughs> challenges. You don't have to participate. Or you can if you really want. I don't um, really want to, but I definitely want to suggest challenges. Yeah, great. okay, great. So Chris's okay. first challenge is, uh, is to capture a pigeon uh, like safely with your bare hand in the park. Or, more specifically, to try to do this. Okay. Um, okay, mine, I have one which is that uh, you have to try to make the cigar-infused tequila hot chocolate. <laughs> which is... Yeah, okay. Remember where he puts, the, he puts the cigar, he uses it to flavor hot cocoa? Um, yeah. Can I... It, just as a, a clarifying question, I don't, I don't drink. Can I just have cigar bullshit in my hot chocolate, or does it have to also oh. have tequila? Oh, it doesn't have to have tequila. You can definitely just put a cigar in your hot chocolate and I will be totally satisfied with that. Uh, my my first challenge is going to be 
to use egg whites and yogurt as a hair conditioner. <laughs> which was his suggestion of what to do with leftover egg whites from one of your omelet experiments. Is he listed a bunch of things that were like kind of stupid, and he was like, or some people use them as conditioner. And that sounds super gross, yeah. but for $100, I'd totally do it. God. You know what, what else you can do with egg whites? It's, it also sounds gross, but it's very effective. Is if you have a really bad pimple, mm. you can Ooh. put egg whites on, and it will dry, and it will suck the stuff out. Whoa. That does sound gross. You're right. And yep. interesting. <laughs> but for those of us who kind of, some, uh, you know, I think there are people out there who really love the idea of just clearing a zit out. It's just very satisfying. Yeah, who have huh. like too many pimples and too many egg whites at the same time. <laughs> I know. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Kill two pigeons with one stone. <laughs> <laughs> boom. boom. That was a um, super hard boom. Yeah, so what's your first challenge? Um, okay. I think we should... Um, Instead of a, a food marathon, I think we could do a food 5K. So <laughs> five restaurants in a day. Five restaurants? Man, that's more than $100. Uh, no. No, no, no. Just like any if, meal. Can I, can I go to five different pizza places? Yes, if you want to go to five <laughs> pizza places. But, but, and you can go with a group also. You know, like you go with uh, other people. Yeah. But just uh, five restaurants, one day. Okay, great. Huh. Great. Okay. Chris, uh, your turn again. What's challenge number two turn. from you? I'm torn. I'm torn between two things. Uh, one is just making and enjoying brown butter, which sounds great. Um, but the one that I think would be more fun to blog about is this eggs multiple ways. Uh, each of us has to l- pick a country, use this flavoring, and then learn or make up three facts about the country where we cook our eggs. Blog about it. I'm so down with that. All right. Awesome. Gabby, what's your second challenge? All right. I got one. I got one that's vegetarian. The balsamic pearls. Remember oh, that? Yeah. The we need to have agar agar. Is that what it is? We need? Uh, or, yeah. Can you was... get a hold of agar agar? Sure. <laughs> you can get a hold of that. It's at, it's yeah. at most stores. Yeah. Agar yeah. agar is my favorite dugger. <laughs> <laughs> jagger jagger. <laughs> I've so, got that moves like agar agar. The moves like agar agar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's it. So I think I think make serving a salad with that. Um, and not ex- not telling whoever you're serving it to what it is. That Just letting them... S- sounds... Well, lying to our guests about food should be, like, assumed for all of these challenges. <laughs> yeah, I want I, I'll lie to strangers. Really I don't care. That's one... <laughs> I lie to anyone. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, so for my third challenge, I want to... Uh, using the celebrities and their, like, tragic fa- falls from grace, try to memorize a deck of 52 playing cards. Oh, oh God! I want. I want to see if you can do that. Um. Okay. I My want. Answer Ez. is no. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can fail at all these challenges. It's all. It's always yeah. an option. As okay. lastly, what's your final challenge? Um. Each of us pick something that we're interested in and make a one sheet out of it. A one sheet for it. Oh, how to learn to do the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tips so, for how to do this. Yeah. So it can be. You know. Just, so his idea for. Uh, Tim's idea for like learning is anything you can reduce anything you want to learn into just one piece of paper. But um, in his case, the piece of paper was huge. Well, so yeah, uh, yeah. You, as long you, as paper is available in multiple sizes, sure, sure. But <laughs> and, or the you, know, you guys can pick something very simple that you want to learn. Okay. Um, and All just right. be like a post-it note. It's like, <laughs> like it's just like how to write on a post-it note. Maybe is the thing you want to learn, and you just like, <laughs> and you just like write here. And circle the post-it note, and you're pretty and then, much done. And then right here. 
Yeah. I'm going to eliminate egg whites and yogurt as conditioner. Mm, okay. I won't have anything to do with yogurt. It's super <laughs> gross. I will not waste yogurt, so I'm with you on that. <laughs> okay, good. All right, good great. So uh, moving along, that means, uh, Gabby, what, what, which one thing of those do you want us to not have to do? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to eliminate memorizing a deck of cards. Oof. Um, mm. Because what are, what are you going to do with that? That's, that's, <laughs> I, I think that we should try to keep it semi-food yeah. focused here. Yeah, I mean, no his way book you could wasn't... have sex in the Marina District by memorizing a deck of cards. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, it's only going to work once. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to eliminate uh, the pigeon one. Because mm. I think that will definitely get me the most, uh, I guess, looks uh, if I try to do that. Of all these, it's the As most... As in... getting looks? Of this, it's the most in public. Yeah. Oh, I like an in public... Hey, you are welcome to do it. You just won't have this excuse. I'll probably try. <laughs> Man, I want to eliminate so many of these. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to get rid of the one sheet. Okay. Uh, dealing something how to do, just because the other ones do seem like they'd be funnier to blog about. And because I do not want to learn anything, if at all. <laughs> okay, so we are left with our four missions, because we have to accept them. For body by bullshit. So we're going to make and enjoy cigar tequila hot chocolate. Wait, 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 wait. Enjoy it? Make and try <laughs> oh, thank cigar you. infused tequila hot chocolate. <laughs> oh, I thank think God. you enjoy it. Uh, the next one is we're going to have to do a food 5K. Where we have to eat in five different restaurants in one single day. That's right, without dying. Yeah. Um, we have to make the balsamic pearls recipe. Um, mm-hmm. Where we make pearls of balsamic. Um and the last one is uh, we. That's that's it, right? One, two. Yeah. Oh, and and oh, and eggs multiple ways. Yes. Yeah. We have to pick eggs from a different country and blog about it. Well, we have to use Timothy Ferris's cheater way to taste like it's from a country that it's not from. Yeah. And make those eggs. And we should also weigh ourselves before and after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and all Perfect. of this all of this while maintaining an erection. That's the, gonna be the hardest part. Alright, uh, so now it's time for the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to wrap this up now uh, by saying one more nice thing about the four-hour chef in the reverse order. So uh, so here's my here's my last compliment for this book. Um, his section on shooting three-pointers seemed pretty accurate. Like, he had some good yeah. notes on basketball form, mostly because he just copy-pasted it from a basketball player into his book. Uh, and also his knot-tying seemed pretty interesting as far as things that I don't care about really enough to try but like i'm glad that that is a resource that i now have available in my phone yeah Ooh. and actually as if i could leapfrog you just a little bit oh just go ahead um my comment <laughs> is that he actually does i mean the lure of rapid skill acquisition is pretty good i mean like there's a reason why all msn.com articles start with six ways to do blank or right. six ways this could kill you right like i mean <laughs> rapidly acquiring a skill through an article or something like that he like there's two pages of his book that's just hyperlinks to articles on how to learn this 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 and you know it's fun superficially you're not uh, gonna master so it. what you're saying is that 
Cosmo is mostly just interested in helping people quickly acquire the skill of pleasing their men. And that you, yeah. you're, you're in favor of that kind of corner cutting. Yes. I, you know, if Cosmo stands for anything, it's meta-learning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I got one. Ez, what's your minor compliment? They have a, a list of movies, and some of them are pretty solid, including uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi, which is yeah, fucking incredible. Good. It's That's a great, great movie. Here, here's the thing about Jiro Dreams of Sushi is it's a book. It's a movie about somebody working so hard to achieve their dreams <laughs> that it's <laughs> Not almost, this. but it's almost motivational. Except yeah. that if I'm watching it, I'm definitely sitting at home watching Netflix, <laughs> so I feel doubly guilty. The whole time. <laughs> um, not only do I not work as hard as this guy, I'm not working at all right now. <laughs> well, you have to read because it's it's you, you know it's in Japanese. And you got to read. Ugh. That's that's work. Alex that counts. dreams of watching television. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if nothing else, I, I cannot fault his taste. Yeah, I just feel like he misunderstands everything he's ever read. But he is getting rich off of it, so he can't be misunderstanding that badly. He's pretty good at kickboxing, so yeah, shut apparently. up. <laughs> also, he's a pretty good uh, salsa dancer. Tango? Pretty good. Pretty Tango. good. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty, pretty good, good at everything. <laughs> or at least that's what he told me when I was dating him. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good at this. I'm pretty good at this, too. Oh, man, that'd be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember this one time I was out having dinner with this famous chef you've totally heard of? Oh yeah, that was gonna be my thing. Is he his name dropping? Oh my Boy, god, dropping, and not uh, super impressive names. Well, yeah, it's impressive well, because you haven't heard of them, but you should have. <laughs> what I love is the shamelessness of it. Like that's, ah. I mean, that, and that is sort of my compliment. Is I think I think he's almost daring us to question uh, his class, his classiness, because he's <laughs> between the the. Famous person quotes, which which yeah. seem to dominate every page, and also <laughs> the casual mentions of you know hanging out with everyone who's ever been associated with the James Beard Foundation. It was <laughs> it, it was like I was like, all right, you know, at least you're going for it. Yeah, you know, it's gauche to drop names. Steve yeah. Martin told me that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That is it for our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here with us. We really appreciate you listening. Uh, we, we hope you'll join us again next week. Next week, we're coming back. We're talking about Gilmore Girls. That's right. This is that amazing WB, then C-Dub show where girls say a lot of pop culture references really fast. This is going to be Nick Delahanty's Guilty Pleasure. You may remember him. He's one of our most frequent guests, and he has earned the right to choose a guilty pleasure on our show, and he loves Gilmore Girls. Me, not so much. He likes it a lot. So join us next week while we talk about that. And thanks for joining us, as always, Chris and Ez. Of course. Of course. Good luck with your challenges. I will see you on the internet at bodybybullshit.com, and we can't wait to find out more about how it goes. And thank you so much for joining us, Gabby Moskowitz. Yay. My pleasure. It was a lot of fun to be here. Brokeassgourmet.com, where Mm -hmm. you blog about what you would do if Ezra gave you $20 and you had a kitchen with nothing in it. That's true. That's the whole foundation of it. It's a a blog about focaccia. It's really solid. (laughs) No, really. Tell us about what it is. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about Brokeass Gourmet. Yeah, so uh, the um, Brocast Gourmet is sort of based around the idea that 
just because um, you don't have a lot of money doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to eat well. And so um, I, I write recipes that are high quality, you know, restaurant inspired gourmet food that you, you know, that you would, you would pay to eat out. Uh, but it never costs more than $20 to make. So every, um, every recipe in the ingredients list is broken down by cost. And uh, like I said, the total number never comes um, to above $20, and usually pretty far below. The whole thing is based on what I call the $50 pantry, so 50 bucks worth of stuff to have on hand. None of it um, is alive when you first procure it, so it's super some easy. Which, some of which you stole off the counter at Starbucks. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> In a pinch, in a pinch, you could a, you could do that. With only fifty dollars and a really good person to distract the baristas. <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah. a really good and a and a big purse, a big purse. Yeah, yeah. Um, you too could have a metal gallon container of half and half. <laughs> <laughs> I line my purses with um, saran wrap and I just <laughs> pour it in. Pour it straight in. <laughs> That's yeah, very solid. And you also, your your first cookbook came out, which is also called The Broke Ass yes. Gourmet. Yes, so my first cookbook came out in May, The Broke Ass Gourmet Cookbook. And um, you can find it uh, on Amazon, in Barnes & Noble, uh, and pretty much anywhere books are sold. And So basically uh, Amazon. So basically Amazon, yes, yes. It is, it is and for a couple more months, Barnes & Noble. But yeah, uh, yeah readdash.com slash Amazon, and then you can help us both out. That would be fun. Yeah, totally, totally. Um and then, and while you're doing that, um, pretty soon you'll be able to pre-order my second cookbook, which is all about pizza dough, and it will be coming out Whoa. in September. Cool. It's all about pizza dough. Take that, Tim Ferriss. It is all about pizza dough. Oh, I can't. Is that what it's called? No, it's it's called a um, hundred things to do with pizza dough. Oh, that's. I, I was wondering if you were going to go with that the Timothy Ferris book naming model, and it would be called like the broke ass pizza dough. You know, we we played around with that idea, but uh, or the pizza ass gourmet. Pizza ass gourmet. <laughs> I would buy that. <laughs> I was thinking more. Tonight I'm either getting pizza or ass. I don't care which one. It'll be a good night. Well, we were playing with ass pizza, ass pizza gourmet, but that Not a good idea. No. <laughs> hmm. I mean, there's no bad ideas in brainstorming, but ass pizza is not a phrase I ever want to hear again. <laughs> what, what's yeah. what's? Can you give us a preview? Like, what's what, what, thing number what's, 97 yeah. that you can do with pizza okay, dough? So basically, you can do a lot more with pizza dough than just make pizza or calzones. The obvious thing. What? Um, it's called pizza dough. It is, but really, what I found is, and this maybe I'm Tim Ferrissing a little bit here, but. Um, <laughs> When you give something a, a, I mean, pizza dough. When I was just, hanging out with Daniel Craig, I was talking to him about pizza, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. right, I was, yes, that's right, I was getting it on with Jeremy. What's his name? What's that porn star, Jeremy? Jeremy, oh, Jeremy, Jeremy Lynn. Ron Jeremy with the mustache. Ron Jeremy. Wait, Jeremy right. Lynn. Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> he could be a porn star if you wanted to be. Pizza dough. So. You can make, um, pizza dough is just regular yeasted dough, but people have this fear of dough. It's like, they, they think of it as this thing that they're gonna screw up and then everything is gonna go to shit and their lover will leave them and their family will never talk to them again. And the truth is, dough is, is a really simple thing and pizza dough is a particularly forgiving method of making dough. And so, once you've got the regular, once you've got the plain, you know, yeasted dough, you can do just about anything with it. You can add stuff to it. 
So I have a pumpkin pizza dough where I add um, canned pureed pumpkin and it's orange and has a really lovely flavor. I have an egg pizza dough that's a lot like um, challah or brioche. Um, and what I found is that you, it's all about what you shape it into and how you prepare it. So if you shape it into you know, loops and then you fry it, then you have donuts. If you shape it into loops and then you boil and bake them, you have bagels. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's what it is. There are lots of different things you can do with dough. I'm very, very proud of it. Um, I make cinnamon rolls. Pretty much any meal of the day, you can make something fresh and impressive and awesome from pizza dough. I guess it's Timothy Ferris-like in that. Sounds super Timothy Ferris-y. <laughs> yep, but it's true. Take it back. Take that back. <laughs> yeah, no, so just imagine if Timothy Ferris wrote a book about pizza that dough that didn't suck. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that'd be the key. And except if he was, you know, funny and a good person. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. Thank you so much, Gabby. We really enjoyed talking to you. My uh, pleasure. We will, it was a lot of fun. We will, we will talk to you guys again. Uh, take care, everybody. Have a good night. Psh. <laughs>